This is a podcast about our lived experience, which unfortunately includes infant death and subsequent mental health struggles. Please take good care of yourself and only listen if this content feels safe for you right now. We'll still be here when you're ready. Hi, I'm Judith. And I'm Alina. We both lost babies to SIDS in winter 2021. In the throes of grief, I reached out to a stranger on the internet and our friendship was born. In the years since, we've been working hard to survive, rebuild, and navigate the continual challenges that have come our way, including divorce, job loss, dating while bereaved, moving multiple times, health scares, pregnancy and parenting a living child, starting new jobs, and so much more. We are tired. Happily Ever After is out of the question for us, but this podcast documents our journeys to happier ever after because we believe life after loss is worth living. So join us as we laugh, cry, cry until we laugh. (laughs) Welcome to As Long As I'm Living podcast. We're so glad you're here. Hello, listeners. Happy New Year. It's 2024 when you're listening to this. We have an annual tradition at As Long As I'm Living podcast. Yes, we do. Read our horoscopes, to read the horoscope from the past year, and to read our upcoming year's horoscopes. Now, let's just say that Lena and I have been manifesting hard. We have some big hopes and dreams. For this year. For 2024. And we are not compromising. We told the universe. We're not. We're going to make it happen. We're going to make shit happen this year. I'm not even going to accept it if it's a bad horoscope. I'm not going to accept it. I have decided I am... On horoscopes. My brain is more powerful than the universe. <laughs> but you still believe the astrologer, but you don't believe your horoscope well, you is know. the same. Yes. You know what my mom thinks about the astrologer? My mom thinks that it's God speaking to me through the astrologer because God that wanted is... to provide comfort. So she thinks Those that are this some is about... gymnastics, mental gymnastics right there. <laughs> but okay. So before we read the horoscopes, I think we should say, like, I think we should do just a couple minutes, look back on 2023, how we felt about it before we read our 2023s. And then I think we should say how we're feeling heading into 2024 before we read 2024. So let's start by looking back at 2023. So what happened in 2023? So for me, I got engaged in February. I got married in May. I had a wedding in July, a honeymoon in December. I also did, had a whole bunch of health shit, MRIs, CT scans, IVF, whatever. Overall, it was, it was a slog of medical things, but the end result at the end of 2023 is that I have healthy embryos in the bank and my heart has been deemed normal. And on a scale of one to 10, what would you put the year as? Compared to other dead baby years no, or just no, in general? in a silo. In a silo. In a silo? If my husband listens to this, it's going to hurt his feelings. But I'm going to go with a five. And what was the year before on a scale of one to ten? In a silo. Honestly? So that was 2022? I think maybe a six. Because so the year before this year, so 2022, I met my husband and the falling in love was so incredible and special and there was less like shit this was this year was a year full of shit and the year before that was a one or a zero that was when quinn died i put that as a zero i i I don't yeah think well i wasn't sure if zero counted on the scale whatever the lowest number is as a negative (laughs) so okay (laughs) like if i think about like that it was probably a zero and then maybe a five or six and then this year was also like a four or five or six on the overall scale how about you 2021 was a zero. 
Definitely. No question. No question. 2022. Your daughter was born. Was it two? Yep. 2023 was a four. And the only reason it was a four is because it's been ending on a really beautiful place. Yeah. So until, let's say, two months ago, three months ago, I would probably put it at a two also. But because it's gotten better recently, I'd put it as a three, like like a three, three and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I have overall, yes. Without a doubt, I think when I look at your life and my life overall, I have been having a much shittier time these past two years. I think, no. So I think, well, I I don't disagree with what you just said, but I think what it is, is that I have had some very, very, very high special peaks that are really dragging up my average. Yeah. But I've also had some real down in the trenches shit. And for me, I I feel like I vacillate between riding a really big high, falling in love, getting married, all this stuff, and then like finding out I could die the next day. (laughs) And you are just kind of treading water through some But I did have my daughter. My daughter is like the greatest. So I feel like I have to give it higher than a two. So I, I wouldn't give the year she was born higher than a two, but maybe this past year with her being yeah, like a little more alive. And, so maybe I'll put yeah. this year as a four. So I'll have a zero, a two, a four. And my goal for next year is I want a solid eight to nine. I don't know that a nine is realistic. Maybe but a I seven or an a, eight. But I, okay. I really want <laughs> I really want a nine. Let me tell you why. Okay. Cause I had this moment a couple nights ago, my husband, he, um, he's, he made a bonfire for us. Did I tell you this? No, because you were in a really bad place that night. So I didn't want to bring it up, <laughs> but my husband came home on Friday and he was like, I want to have a family like bonfire on Sunday. Wouldn't that be fun? So he got s'mores and we were like, we made a fire in the backyard and my, we thought my daughter had to make like marshmallows and roast marshmallows. And it was just like this really, it was like the happiest moment I've had in so long. And there was also this feeling that was so tangible of like, I definitely knew Aiden was dead, but it was like, (laughs) and I was like, so sad about that, that he wasn't there, but it didn't make the moment sad. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like it was. It was like that. I would put that moment as like a 10 and I was still yeah. sad, if that makes sense. So the okay. reason I'm aiming high for 2024 is that I think I'm at a place in my grief where I've integrated it and I feel like I'm able to feel the nine and be sad at the same time. Maybe. Okay. I hear you. I and hear you. also, can't I just hope for a nine? Of course you can hope for your nine. I just, your son's always going to be dead. So I think, I think nine is like my max peak forever and ever. I don't think I'll ever get on the course of a year. I don't think I'll ever get to a 10 ever again. But I really really want a good year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a nine, I'm talking now, I'm talking for myself. I just, I think 10 is out of the question. I think nine is is achievable. But I I want a good year. I I will not be happy with a four or a five. I've I've had such horrible years. I I agree. we deserve, we deserve an eight or a nine year. I want an eight. I want a really good year. We've, I think we've earned it. We've, we have, we have put in the time. Okay. Universe. I really want it. And it's so interesting because a year ago I really wanted it too, but I feel like I was 
not in a place in my mind where I could say like, I am determined to make this a good year in the way that I am now. I think I was still kind of like surrendered to the universe. And now I'm like, so determined, like come hell or Hawaii, hell or high water. I (laughs) am going to have a good year. I'm going to do it. You're going to do it. I I believe in you. If there's anyone who I think could could force a good year into existence, it's you. You are determined. <laughs> okay, so let's look at the um let's look at our okay. worst. Um all right. So, we'll re- I'm going to read you your 2023 horoscope. So this is what last what this past year was supposed to be, okay? Okay. I'm listening. So Judith is a Sagittarius and I am a Capricorn. Listeners, I'm going to link this all in the description. So if you want to look at your horoscopes, they will be there. Um, We do this every year. Okay, Judith, you look at life as one big adventure and you could reach new heights in 2023. When you're not traveling the world, however, you love to use your downtime to reflect on what your life experiences have taught you and how they can help you grow as a person. That's very true. Um, A lot of your strength lies in your ability to be patient. (gasps) Your challenge during this transit is to shut out distractions long enough and listen to your inner voice. There will always be something competing for your mind's attention, but there's value now in tuning out the world and turning on your brain. Jupiter turns retrograde in early September and stays so until the end of December, asking you to reevaluate what it takes to keep you fulfilled. Is happiness just an abstract concept you like to believe in, or is it something you can actually attain this year? I literally ask Uh, myself that all the time. I know. I know. Um, Okay, so your work horoscope for this year was you'd love to play all day instead of work, but unless you're independently wealthy, you have to work. Who says your career can't be an adventure? In 2023, your hope is that there will be plenty of opportunities for you to use your skills in a career that doesn't feel like a job. I think that's true. I don't feel like my career is a job. I think that's true. So how do you feel hearing that? I love to work. I think that like... When I w- lost my son, I didn't work. That's bad. But when I like, yeah, 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 yeah it's a lot. I love to work. It makes me feel like I'm capable of thinking with my brain. That's a big deal. <laughs> That's a win. So okay. How did, the, how did, but how did that feel? Do you feel like that was accurate true. to your year? True. I actually yeah. listening to it. I actually do think it was. I think it was true. Yeah. The patience, like figuring out what really December. makes you happy. Retro. Oh my God. Mercury totally went to retro. I had a horrible <laughs> September to December. I mean, it got better at the end, like mid November, like the third week of November, it got better, but like, Oh my God, was it was, it yeah. was bad. I would yeah. say if you were asking, which I'm not sure if you are yeah. January to June, <laughs> January to uh-huh. May was horrific. Yep. May uh-huh. to August was good. And then like, August to just like November was horrific again. So yep. I had a nice little break. And then recently things have been like a little bit more manageable. Okay. Read me your horoscope. Okay. All right. This is mine, Capricorn, for 2023. So looking back, your life is all about hard work and reaching your goals, Capricorn, even when it comes to your personal life. Will you be just as ambitious this year as you have been before? You're ready to go full speed ahead, but it looks like the universe might have a few reasons to ask you to slow down. Oh my god! That sounds about right. I know it does sound about right. So irritating. All my failed IVF shit and whatever. 
The world gets to see your softer side when Saturn moves into sensitive Pisces in early March, and frustration will be inevitable during its retrograde cycle from mid-June to early November. That's when my IVF cycle failed. I was so frustrated. And then I got my good news in early November that I got all those embryos. Okay, so this is a very good horse. However, Capricorn, there's still nothing you can't handle when your trademark determination kicks in. Are you ready? (laughs) Drum roll. Capricorn, you're a hard worker who tackles your responsibilities with strength and determination and sets serious goals for yourself. Your personal interests are evolving this year, however, as your serious planetary leader Saturn spends the year in Pisces and your communication zone. Saturn's retrograde period is from the very end of June to mid-November, which will give you the chance to let loose and go with the flow. This might be a very foreign feeling for you, Capricorn, but letting go of your disciplined, rigid nature can give you a whole different perspective on life. Will you want to take on this persona forever? No, but just seeing how other people experience their leisure time will help you socialize better. Your sign is also influencing a small but mighty deep thinker Pluto as the year begins, which can help you gain some valuable insight into your personal life. If you've been hiding any feelings from yourself or anyone else, prepare for them to be exposed during this reflective transit. Okay. Well, I'm going to say I have no idea what any of that meant. I don't think it really meant it. Sounds like you have a nice summer coming. That's true. I have a nice chill summer, it seems like. That's kind of nice. Okay, what's mine say? All right. Sagittarius 2024. It's loading. Okay. Serious Saturn is affecting your fourth house of home and family matters as it travels through understanding and receptive Pisces. So you'll most likely be dealing with a lot of domestic duties and obligations throughout the year. Matters that affect your house and home, immediate family members, and the things you need to live will require increased discipline and attention from you in 2024. Are you up for the task, Sagittarius? That's not good. It doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound good at all. But on You're the other least... hand, it sounds like home responsibilities, which is like whatever. Uh, yeah. Your it lead is. planet Jupiter. It is. Yeah. Your lead planet Jupiter will be in patient Earth sign Taurus at the end of May, at which point it makes a major jump into easygoing, curious Gemini, where it stays throughout the year's end. Early in the year, a lot of your strength lies in your ability to be patient, but your challenges will be significant. Oh, God. Jupiter's, oh, God. With Jupiter's partnership with distracted Gemini means that being able to shut out those distractions long enough to listen to your inner voice will be key to success. With your busy, adventure-filled life, there will always be something or someone trying to get your attention, but there is a lot of value in tuning out the world and focusing on your top priorities this year. Reevaluating your priorities will be important during the Jupiter retrograde cycle in all of November and December. What does it take to keep you happy and fulfilled, Sagittarius? If you don't know the answer to this question, it's time to do some serious soul searching to find it. That doesn't sound good. I I don't love that for you. Significant challenges in the year, early in the year. Okay, that that didn't sound good. I was disappointed in mine because I didn't feel like it was optimistic, but yours is like not good at all. What website is that on? Astrology.com. It's the one we've used every year. It's fine. Everyone calm calm down. Hold on. Everybody calm down. We need to find a better one. I think we did this last year. We didn't like them, so we went to a different one that was more positive. Hold on. Everyone calm down. Let's just, let's just, let's just calm down. 
Let's yeah, but see. we're we're stronger than the stars. Well, I felt we that can make way. this happen. I felt that way for a couple minutes. <laughs> oh boy, I, I don't know. I can't breathe. This is horrible news. This is horrible news. Well, it looks like my husband's gonna have a really good year. So that's good. Okay. Okay. You know what? Okay. Honestly, that's a win. I'm not gonna panic. But then what? Are- Okay. All gonna be okay. It's all gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. Even when things have been bad and life has been hard, I have found a way to find joy and purpose and meaning, and I am just gonna stay focused on that. Okay. All right. So overall, overall, heading into 2024, I am gonna make a declaration that I think most lost moms would think is insane but i think 2024 is going to be our year i think it's going to be our year and we are going to definitely fucking make it fucking happen i think we're going to regret saying this but i do i do i do i think it's our year it is our year i mean at the very least oh my god i'm so afraid to even say anything i was gonna say at the very least i probably don't have any other secret cardiac conditions And at the very least, I have embryos in the bank, so I could try to get pregnant with those embryos. I have a husband. That's a good start. I'm starting out the year in a house with a husband. That's a big deal. There, I started out 2021 in a house with a husband. (laughs) We all know how that went. That was a zero year. So... So You know what I've learned, though? You don't really get a say. So it is no. what it is. Actually, you know? here's something I will definitely say. At the very least, I am not doing any IVF egg retrievals this year. I'm 100% positive. That's true. That. And that is a win because fuck that shit. Yeah, fuck it's that shit. Seriously. I am going to just focus on the fact that I have hope and determination and resourcefulness and nothing has killed me yet that's right you've survived all your worst days <laughs> so far worst days 100 survival rate okay guys 2024 is it gonna be your year tell us in the comments there's no comments tell us i'll put a little tell question box a- on spotify i'll put a question box yeah. on spotify you can answer on spotify uh, or we'll put something on, and we'll put something on our Instagram stories, and you can. I'm gonna look at our Instagram. This. Hold on, I'm gonna look at our Instagram because it was a very busy day yesterday. I kind of want to ask how people are doing today. We are recording this the day after Christmas, folks. So anyone who's listened to last week's episode, you heard me live, live blog, live mm-hmm. podcast my Christmas, which was pretty chill. Honestly, you missed the worst of it, which was Christmas Eve night, where I had a full blown, full blown wailing, screaming tantrum i guess is the word it happens merry christmas <laughs> anyway happy new year gang at least it's a new year it is a new year it is a new year it's a new year and for some people it's the first year the babies are not yeah. in and for other the other people this is the first year that hopefully they'll bring a baby home yeah I do want to send an extra special little bit of love to people for whom this is the first year that their baby doesn't exist in because that is really tough milestone. So I'm sending extra love to you all if that's your situation and love to, to everybody listening as well for the new year. 
To all of our wonderful new friends, we want to hear from you. Email us at as long as I'm living podcast at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram at as long as I'm living podcast. We'll get back to you as soon as our grieving brains allow. Yay. <laughs> <laughs>